You're listening to Just Kill Me. People from all over the world with jobs worse than yours. And now, here's your host, the exceptional summarizer, Dale Irvin. Thank you very much, Chester Bivens, our staff announcer, who gets things right almost 90% of the time, and that's that's quite a record for him. Hey, everybody, welcome to Just Kill Me. This is the podcast that lets you know just how good you've got it. You think your day stinks? You think your job stinks? You think your life is in a dumper? Hey, listen to these stories, and you will soon realize you've got it made. And with me to share those stories are Mr. Tim Slagle, the Aristotle of comedy. Hey, I think the, uh, the, the people that were saying just kill me were the Minnesota Vikings fans last week. And uh, I, I think that, uh, that the Philadelphia proved that you can never be too rich, too thin, or have too many points in the spread. <laughs> 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 that, that, was, that was quite nasty. And also with us, of course, is uh, Terry O'Brien, the hostess of the Terry O'Brien Show and of the Dangerous Thinkers podcast. Hey, Terry. Hey, and also, of course, the host of the excellent YouTube channel, The Terry O'Brien Show. Please, everyone, subscribe today. Well, and how could you not describe listening to a voice like that? I'm sorry, you've, you've got uh, you, you've got your your really uh, your real uh, uh, Bogart, not Bogart, Bacall, Lauren Bacall voice on today. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Well, we're going to start off this week. If anybody's got a, a just-kill-me moment, and you folks, you know what those are. You're out in public, something happens, you're, you're, it's a, a, a conversation, an observance, which makes you say, just kill me. Anybody have one of those? I was at the grocery store. There was a sale on eggs. And uh, you would not believe how long. I had to go to the grocery store. It was an urgency. I had no, I had no choice. I had to be at the grocery store. It's, uh, I don't want to get too specific, but uh, Kimberly and Clark were nowhere to be seen around my house. Oh, dear. <laughs> so there I am in line for like an hour. People will wait an hour in line at the grocery store to save 49 cents on eggs. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, it, you know, and it, I hate that when you run out of Kimberly and Clark and you got to go to the store. I, most of the time, I forget to bring pull my pants up. <laughs> well, speaking of you, that, Terry, well, I think we, uh, yeah, I think we have a little bit of a theme here because last week when we ended the program, I actually had to go see the doctor who sees only women. And, you know, I couldn't wait to get there because there's nothing I like more than having a lot of cold things up in my lady parts. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm... That's what Hugh Hefner's girlfriend yeah. said. Yeah. So I'm, I'm <laughs> there. Still they, they take me in the little room where they always, you know, you know how that you have the appointment at a certain time, but they take you in the little room and you always figure like, all right, I'm going to sit in this little room for a while. It's never going to be right on time. But this time the nurse said to me, well, the doctor had to deliver a baby. So it's going to be at least an hour that you have to be in here waiting for the doctor. So I thought to myself, well, there's no way I'm going to put on that ridiculous gown that, you know, opens up in the front and sit in here for an hour. So I'm just sitting there, you know, with my clothes on, reading. And here comes the doctor like 10 minutes later. And I said, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. I wonder if he spiked it when he delivered it that fast. I, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I said, I said, you know, I gotta go get naked. Give me a few minutes, you know. So anyway, that was sort. Of, I was like, you know, I I didn't know if I was coming or going, but fortunately, <laughs> I did get to have the cold scrapey thing in the lady parts. So I'm all done for a year. Well, I think one of your pro- one of your problems may have been is that the gown actually opens up in the back. <laughs> And if you, were, if you were wearing it in the front, eh, you're just kind of asking for comments. <laughs> well, I got the, my, my, my uh, just kill me moment was a, uh, a message I got on LinkedIn this week. And it was someone who wanted to join my, my LinkedIn family. And this is a direct quote. The name of the person that wanted to join is cleaning services, comma, garbage collection. <laughs> Uh, his position is manager, and where he's from, Uganda. <laughs> I, I think we have so much in common. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know, gonna Dale, there's some real networking for you right there. I tell you. <laughs> All right, there's a couple of stories we found in the news this week that uh, really just. Just tell us of, uh, of how crazy it is in the world. We're going to start off with a, a tack on to a story we had last week. Remember when the, uh, uh, the island of Hawaii, they were under a missile attack, or so they thought, because somebody pressed the wrong button, and that guy has since been reassigned to another job, but they didn't warn people for 38 minutes? You know why that was? <laughs> the governor of Hawaii, whose job it is to warn these people... Forgot his Twitter password. (laughs) (laughs) And and it took him 38 minutes to try and find it. Which, you know, thank God we will never have that problem with President Trump. He was looking around for that little notebook that the senior citizens all carry around with the passwords in them. I don't. And the big, the big just kill me moment is when he got it emailed to him and found out it was password. Yeah. <laughs> so people so, think yeah. we're kidding. That's probably true. That I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I found out Donald Trump's password is QWERTYOP. Well, here's another emergency of a different sort, uh, especially if if you like to uh, enjoy fish now and then. In Tokyo, one of the, uh, the, I've heard about this all my life, I've never had it, but blowfish, known as fugu, supposed to be one of the tastiest fishes ever, but it's very expensive because you have to take a class to prepare it because if you hit its liver, it'll kill you. Really? And uh, and one of the supermarkets sold five packages of blowfish meat, and they had to recall them because one of them still had the liver in it. So it wasn't a just-kill-me moment. It was a will-kill-me <laughs> moment. will kill me. The fish will kill me. <laughs> but it's delicious. It's delicious. So but here, that. here's a just-kill-me moment. And this guy, he, he loves sushi, and he ate uh, salmon sushi pretty much every day of his life. And then he developed a problem, and he went into the emergency room and said that he had, he had bloody diarrhea and wanted to be treated for worms and the guy goes i don't think you have worms and out of his pocket he pulled a toilet paper roll around which was wrapped a five foot long tapeworm 
<laughs> the doctor that he didn't, yanked out of his bum. The doctor didn't believe him, right? The doctor he said, I have worms. The doctor said, oh, come on, your ass. And the guy said, yeah, that's right. How did you know? <laughs> and he knew it was exactly five feet because he used a tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was in the he was in the store, you know, where they have those measurements like outside the door so they can tell how tall the crook is. Well, the story has a happy ending though. Apparently he's gotten getting a lot of proposals from men in Wisconsin. Oh. Uh, they, yeah, they don't want to get married, they just want to take them fishing. <laughs> Well, that, Bring along yeah, Bait Boy. We need him. That makes me think maybe this is the fish's revenge, you know? We always go after them with the worms. Now they're going to go after us. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder I wonder if when he pulled it out, did he pull it real fast and started going, Rim! <laughs> Yank it like you're starting a mower. <laughs> Oh, here's another sad thing, and this is a just-kill-me moment I've personally had. A comedian by the name of Steve Brown. I don't know him. Do you know him, Tim? Uh, no, I've never worked with him. He was working at the Comedy House in Columbia, South Carolina, when he was attacked on stage. He said that during his act, he noticed somebody in the uh, in the audience just staring into space. And he said, you okay, man? And the man returned and said, don't fool with me man <laughs> and uh, and then he said he just looked real weird and he kept asking him are you okay and at that point the guy got up he slugged the woman sitting next to him and went after the comedian <laughs> rough rough crowd <laughs> rough crowd guys you know i have to ask you guys this whole thing has a weird sort of andy kaufman feel to it i mean this guy no one's ever heard of him do we know for sure this wasn't a staged attack in order to get publicity, it, it, you know, it has happened to me. It did it happen. Ha- to this this type of thing has happened to me. I would not. I would say though, no, this was probably not a staged attack. Now, when it happened to you, it wasn't staged. No, no, it was. I, uh, I actually, I actually had an ashtray thrown at me. <laughs> and I, I know a lot of our younger listeners are going to say, "Why would anyone bring an ashtray?" Into a club? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a beer mug thrown at me at Bill Brady's club. And then I was working a club. Wow, that's short range, too. I know. <laughs> and it just hit me because I couldn't see with the lights in my eyes and hit that brick wall behind it. And and I said, and hey. And then it was tutor time. I, yeah. I said, thanks, but I wanted a Bud Light, at which point the guy went outside and kicked in the window to the place. And the audience was still sitting there. I said, I don't mean to alarm anybody, but if he kicked in our front window, just imagine what he's doing to your car right now. <laughs> 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 and they all got up and walked out. But I had a bad one in Dayton. I was doing it, th- and there was a guy sitting right next to me because it was like a six by six stage, rather small, and, and just heckling me. And I, I just kept giving it back to him. He's heckling me. And uh, at one point, he got all upset and he walked out the front door, which was just right in front of the stage. And he, I, you know, I didn't want him to leave. I just wanted him to shut up. Comes back with a, a five foot long you know, Braveheart sword. This two-handed broadsword, he's waving over his head. He goes back, sits down, puts the point of the sword on the floor, puts his hands on his on the hilt and his chin on his hands. He goes, all right, now be funny. 
And at that, <laughs> at that point, I had a blank gun that I had already used in the act sitting on a chair. And I picked it up. I said, geez, I kind of wish this was real. <laughs> and there's a guy sitting in the second row, a little black guy wearing a suit, said, don't worry, brother. Opens up his suit coat, says, this one is. And uh. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's just to kill everybody there. But yeah, that was that was nasty. So I, I I empathize with this guy. So and that's the last time you performed at a mental institution, right? <laughs> no, last time I performed in South Carolina, <laughs> tomato tomato. <laughs> well, 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 actually, you know, if you look at all the comedy club names, they're they're all uh, some form of insanity. True. Bonkers, just like uh, fireworks stores. Yeah. 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 Well, the, yeah. Firework stores and comedy clubs. The Nut House, right? Or the, yeah, yeah. Zanies, right? Yeah, it's true. Well, that's pretty zany. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And speaking of zany, you know, we all uh, we all appreciate the zaniness of Oprah. And uh, <laughs> lately, you know, I've noticed her skin is looking very, very nice. And, and she has come out and said that her magic fountain of youth is a cream that she uh, made with uh, cells from human foreskins. <laughs> So, you know, I guess, you know, what are you going to do with it anyhow? Might as well, might as well donate it. <laughs> yeah, you know, she looks really good right now, but if you rub her cheeks a couple times, she looks like Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, those cheeks stand to attention, don't they? Yeah. Speaking of Whoopi Goldberg... That brings us to our last story. And for me, you just kill me if this is how I spend my spare time. But over in Saudi Arabia, they're having a camel beauty contest. And and they judge the camels. They're paraded down a racetrack, and they're judged on the size of their lips, their cheeks, their heads, and their knees while people are cheering. And this year, uh, about 12 of the uh, the animals were disqualified because uh, the handlers used Botox to, <laughs> to make them more handsome. That... Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's one sure way to get rid of camel toe. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking that might be where Nancy Pelosi got the idea. And at this camel festival, they have this whole camel festival now, and they have uh, food stalls, souvenir shops, a petting zoo featuring the world's tallest and shortest camels, uh, tents for casting camel's milk. <laughs> right from the camel, which is kind of unique. <laughs> but it's kind of unfair because they're still allowing hump implants. <laughs> I mean, you look at some of those humps and you say, no way is that natural. That is just too darn big. And these are dromedaries, so they have two humps. So uh, there you go. There you go. That's what my uncle used to say. Come on, boy, let's go down to the zoo and look at the camel's hump. <laughs> I don't know. Beauty and camel. It's not really, I don't know, doesn't seem to compute. It's an acquired taste, I would imagine. <laughs> you know, once you've gone camel, I don't know, but uh, you'll, you'll never switch brands, I guess. All right. <laughs>
Uh, if you think you've got a bad job, now's the time to listen up, because uh, there's always a job worse than the one you have, and there's two of them I'd like to focus on this week, and we've all seen the, uh, the guys doing the first one. The people that pick up roadkill. Mm. To me, that would be oh. nasty. I mean, you know, you're driving around looking for these things, and you got to pick them up with a shovel, or it doesn't sound like a nice thing, you know. No, and if that's not bad enough, you got to fight off all the hillbillies <laughs> trying to get them from you. <laughs> that's back. our possum. Get away! Back, back. <laughs> And the other one is a guard at Buckingham Palace. You know, you would think that's a simple job. All you do is stand there, but that's it. All you do is stand there for hours, no talking, no laughing. Uh, you, you, you can't look around. People come up. They try and take their picture with you. And uh, you've got to be a certain kind of person to do that, you know? And you probably can't drink a lot of water either. Mm. No. No. <laughs> and you've got to wear that hat where the chin strap, like, doesn't go under your chin, but it's, like, right on your chin. Like, how do they keep from, like, trying to, like, claw that off all day? It's, it's, really... it's super glue. No, it's on there with super glue. And they, that's why they get the job for months at a time. So, <laughs> If I did it, if I did that for eight hours, just standing there, I, I, I tell you, when I finally went on break, it would be like Buckingham Fountain. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to mess with the people, you know, just while they're taking a picture, just move so the picture's blurry. (laughs) (laughs) They won't be able to figure out how that happened. (laughs) Well, that's it, my friends. Another episode of Just Kill Me has come to an end. Hey, if you think you've got a bad job or you've had a bad experience or if you read a bad story, please contact us and uh, and let us know. You can reach any of us through our websites, either daleirvin.com, timslagle.com, or terryobrien.com. Other than that, you guys got any uh, last words? Uh, Be sure and like us on Facebook. We have a, a Just Kill Me page on Facebook. Join the group. Like us on Facebook. And leave some comments on iTunes. Yeah, yes, definitely. Please do that. Post, post over there on Facebook. What, um, what jobs do you think are real Just Kill Me jobs? We'd love to hear from you. That would be perfect. And that's, the, uh, that's Just Kill Me on Facebook. Other than that, we hope to uh, see you guys next week. And until then, Just, just Kill, kill me. me.